motherhood, marriage, and all things adulting. That's what you'll find each week here at the Chaos Under Control podcast. What's up, guys? I'm your host, Emily Richardson, and I'm so excited to share this transparent and relatable space with you. So grab a coffee, invite a friend, and let's hang. Hey, Chaos family. It's me, Emily Richardson. I'm so excited that you are here today. And if this is the first episode that you have ever listened to for Chaos Under Control, It will be a very interesting one, I will say that, and I will explain why in just a moment. If it is not your first episode, you already know the deal. You know that I love you and appreciate you, and that is not subject to change. So I am so excited for everyone who has decided to join me today, but I want to go ahead and give this rundown real quick because it's very important. Um, So I've decided that I am going to not record after today. I'm not going to record anymore in 2020. I am defeated right now. And I'm not saying that for sympathy, but this deployment has kicked my butt this last month or so. My son has been sick twice now. He's sick right now. He's got teeth coming in and with the holidays coming up and his birthday, I am just so overwhelmed. I have handmade several Christmas gifts this year and I have worked tirelessly doing that while also catering to him and he is beyond clingy lately and he's just been sick like I said so it has been so challenging but my mom is coming into town tomorrow and she is going to be with me so I can get an extra set of hands because I just have so much to do and I just can't get it done. He's just poor buddy. He's missing his dad so badly. And like I said, his sickness has been crazy lately. If it's not one thing, it's another. And so I just, for my mental health, I love this podcast. I treasure this podcast and I use it for the betterment of my mental health and for all of you as well. But I don't ever want to look at this podcast as a burden or a chore or dread recording. And that's kind of where I'm at right now because I am just, I don't have any time. Right now as I'm recording this, my son is in there watching Blippi on TV. If that's what you hear in the background, I'm so sorry. But I I can't get a minute to record in silence by myself. So this is the best that I could do. But I wanted to get this episode out. I've tried several times to record it and it has not worked. So I think it's just best if I hang up season three for now. I might carry over with season three in 2021 because it was such a short season, but I don't know for sure. I'll just kind of have to think on that. But nonetheless, once 2021 comes along, the holidays are over. My son gets some new gifts for Christmas and his birthday. He might allow me to have more free time. He might be managing this deployment a little better by then. I'm not sure, but I'm just going to take this little break. So I love y'all so much. I really do. And I'm so sorry because I want nothing more than to record every single week, twice a week if I could. But I'm a mom before I'm anything. And right now my baby needs me and time is just not on my side. So I'm going to record a very short episode today. I have nothing written down in front of me. I don't have anything in front of me for that matter. I tried to write up this episode, but it just, I didn't finish it in time. So I'm going to wing it. And if it's bad, I'm sorry, but I promise you it's coming from my heart and I love y'all dearly. And I wanted to actually get an episode out today rather than just put the announcement on Instagram or on the Facebook group. 
So today I thought about something that really just ties into this whole message today and it's unrealistic expectations. And I think this is episode 72 of season three, which is fantastic. But I want to talk about setting unrealistic expectations or unrealistic goals. Now, as humans, we always find certain points in life that we feel like we should celebrate or set goals or be better. So once you get married, you feel like that you should set goals to get ready to have kids. Or when you're in college, you should set goals and expectations so you can plan to graduate and be married. You're always having that next step in front of you in life. And one thing that's common is around this time of year in December, we're getting ready for our New Year's resolution. That is just an eye roll to me. I hate New Year's resolutions, but nonetheless, they are so common. And that's because we've decided that at the end of a calendar year, the next year is a fresh start for new goals, new expectations, new hopes, which is good, but we always set a new fresh mindset for the new year. And so that's a good thing, but at times it can be bad because the goals and expectations we set within that new year can be very toxic. They can be unrealistic more than anything, and they're just unreachable. And I hate to say that because you want to think you can reach any goal and do anything, but the reality is that some dreams are too big for certain moments. That doesn't mean they're too big in general, but the time frame you give them, you're giving a big goal, a short time frame, or not an ideal situation to be achieved in. And so let's take my situation, for example. I had hopes that after my husband deployed, I would still find the time to record every week. That was my goal. That was my expectation. And that's what I wanted. But life was like, hey girl, your son needs you right now. So that's where I'm at. And so that's fair. You know, life has a way of telling me, though, this is what you want. This isn't what's best for you in your situation. So let's say you're a person that you eat out regularly. You get food delivered. You go to the drive through a lot. You don't do cardio. You don't ever go to the gym. If all of that is your situation, it would be very unrealistic of you to think that because the new year's coming around, you're going to start working out at 5 a.m. every day and you're going to start eating super healthy, counting calories, counting macros. That would just be unrealistic of you to say. And so with that, that kind of brings me to my next point. It's not wrong to set goals, but once you realize that you've set unrealistic ones, you can go from there. Here, baby. Do you want this? Do you want the snack? Sorry, y'all. Again, mom life. I'm doing the best I can, but he needs a snack and he's right here. So I'm having to work it out. But yeah, so it's not bad to set goals as long as they're realistic. So let's say that you do want to be into fitness. You do want to eat better. You want to stop eating out so much. Set that goal and say, hey, Two times a week, I'm going to start eating healthier. I'm going to go to the gym two times a week. Maybe not 5 a.m. Maybe try something like after you get off work or maybe try working out at home. And as soon as you wake up, whatever time that is, just do a quick 10-minute workout. Start small and get bigger. And this isn't just for fitness. This isn't just for if you have a podcast. If you have goals for your marriage, if you have goals as a parent, all of these are okay to set as New Year's resolutions as long as these goals are attainable and ideal and not something that you're saying, my husband and I haven't slept in the same room in six months and he has a cheating problem, but starting in 2021, we're going to have the marriage we deserve. Okay, well, how are you going to do that? What small goals are you going to set to get there? And if that is starting marital counseling, if that is getting a babysitter, whether it's your parents, his parents, someone off care.com or whatever outlet, 
getting someone to watch your children so you can just have dinner together at home one night a week. If that's taking up a hobby together, going to a dance class or, I mean, obviously COVID would have to allow that, but taking up a hobby together, maybe going hunting together, fishing or whatever the case may be, you have to set realistic goals. And so the easiest way to do that is to set small goals. So it's easy to say you want your marriage to be restored. You want a good body, whatever the good body is to you. You want to eat better. You want better finances, but you can't just say that. That's just the cupcake with no frosting, no sprinkles, no nothing. That's just the plain cupcake itself. Okay, well, how are we going to get there? We got to add the eggs. We have to add the batter, the flour. We have to add all these things. We have to put the time in and bake it. And then when it's done, we have to decorate it. So think of your goals that way. Yes, you want good finances. Okay, so we have to take the time and add all these things together. We have to add up where we're spending money, where we're losing money, where our money is coming in from. We have to budget accordingly. We have to put money back. We have to make sure that we're splitting our bills throughout our paychecks. You have to start there. And then when you see your finances start to pan out, you can decorate as you would a cupcake. You can go out to dinner more. You can go shopping more. You can enjoy life more. You can have less stress. Does that make sense? Again, this is all just coming out of my mouth with no paper. And if it makes no sense, I do apologize. But it makes sense in my head. So we're going to run with it. But you have to set realistic goals. And so I think when people find themselves getting let down by their goals that they've set or not achieving the goals that they have set, I think it's because they've set goals that they think are going to challenge them. And they know that they sound unreachable, but they just say, I'm going to challenge myself. I'm going to do it. I'm up for the challenge. And you hurt yourself along the way. And then you feel like you failed yourself. So if you say you want to eat healthier and you say no more, uh, junk food, no more fast food, no more candy, any of that. I'm going to start eating better. And that works for about four days. And then you start getting headaches and you lose energy and you're irritable and you stick with it for a week. And then you binge eat like crazy at night. You eat well all day. And then at night around five o'clock, you go crazy eating pop tarts and chips and chocolate milk and wine or whatever. And you go crazy with it. And then at the end of the day, you're like, I just ate harder now than I was before because I was restricting myself. And now I'm regressing. I'm getting worse than I was before, but I set this goal and I want to achieve it. I want to challenge myself. And then it just becomes a very unhealthy situation, worse than what it was before. That situation is also how a lot of disorder eating starts, which is what happened to me. And that's another episode for another day. So be mindful that when you set goals that you know are unreachable or unattainable or most likely, be prepared for hurting yourself along the way. And then once you realize you didn't reach that goal, be prepared to realize you've done more damage than where you were in the beginning. So that's the toxicity, toxicity part, excuse me, of New Year's resolutions. Let's get to the good part of New Year's resolutions. The good part about them is that I'm a person that, I don't know if there's a term for this, but I do genuinely believe at the end of December, the beginning of January, there's a different energy within the world, within my life at least. Like the Christmas decorations are put up. I deep clean the house after Christmas decorations are put up. I want to start fresh in January, fresh couch and recliner, clean that off very well, uh, deep clean the floorboard or the baseboards. I want to start fresh everywhere. I wipe off the ceiling with a Swiffer thing and get all the dust off. 
I really want to go into the next year knowing I've done everything I can mentally, physically, and my environment around me to be fresh and positive and give it a clean slate. I don't want any residue or dirt mentally, emotionally, anywhere in the present space around me carrying over in 2021. And so that's my mindset. I don't know if that's true for some people. But that's a good thing. That's a good mindset to have because that's a time that if the rest of the year is chaos, you know you have something to look forward to where you've set up a good space for the year to start. And if something goes wrong in 2021, you know that it was just meant to happen, that you did everything you could do. You went into it with a positive mindset. You put your best foot forward in every phase of life and bad things just happen sometimes and that's it. So it's not bad to have that mentality. That's actually very good. It's not toxic to think that way. Another good, another good mindset to have, I should say, when it comes to New Year's resolutions is knowing that you're giving yourself the chance to start over. Because I think a lot of times throughout the year, whether it's with your marriage, your fitness, your eating, your spending, we'll always say, I'll start tomorrow or I'll start Monday or I'll start after this happens. But after the new year, when the new year comes around, the holidays are gone and you say, okay, you know, this is when I'm going to start. You've expected it. You've planned for it. If you think back to my episode, when I talked about from romance to roommates, and I said that when you pick those nights a week to spend with your spouse, you plan all day. This is that night. This is when it's happening. I'm not going to make excuses. And so it's really good to have that same mindset when the new year rolls around, because you know it's coming. It comes the same time every year. You plan for it. You expect it. And when it gets there, you're ready. You're mentally as ready as you're going to be. Now, that said, that can be toxic because you've had all the time to plan for it. You knew it was coming. You've planned as hard as you can. And when you fail and you don't reach your goals, you're even more disappointed because you know if any time you were going to be prepared, it was that time. So that's kind of a catch-22 because that can be toxic if you allow it. But I've said all that to say this, any goal that you want to set is okay. Nobody can tell you what goals to set or not to set. Nobody can tell you what goals are too high or aren't high enough. But please make sure that every goal you set has good intentions behind it and you love yourself through it. There is no goal you should set that makes you starve yourself, that makes you doubt your self-worth, that makes you doubt your marriage, that makes you feel like a failure as a parent, that makes you have anxiety attacks and stress and worry and depression. There's no goal that all of that makes the end goal worth it. There is other ways that you can reach goals without doing that. Because all that's going to do is breed hate and teach you that to get good things in life, you have to hate yourself and go to the depths of depression to get there. And that's not fair. And that's not how it should be. New Year's or not, that's not an excuse. So when you think about yourself and what you want in this life, whatever goals you have, and when you teach your kids goals, don't teach them that that's the way to go. And don't teach yourself that's the way to go because that's not fair to anyone. Yeah, baby. So please make sure you're mindful of that. Make sure that you're encouraging not just others, but yourself as well. When it comes to setting goals, make sure that if you have a friend that you know that they have high blood pressure and they need to relax more so they can get their blood pressure under control. Make sure you're being that friend that's like, hey, I got you. I support you. I'm getting it, baby. I'm getting it right now. That You're saying, hey, I support you. I'm there for you. I can help you through this. What can I do to help you? Help them reach their goals by being that support system that you know they want and they need. Be that friend for them. Be the friend that you would want for other people. What do you need, baby? 
be that friend because I promise you'll never regret being a good friend to people. You won't. You won't regret being a good support system. And they will appreciate that you supported them when they weren't able to support themselves. So I had more planned for this episode. But as you can tell, my son's just not going to allow it. So I'm going to run. I am so sorry this episode was complete chaos, not under control. But it's an episode nonetheless. I love y'all. Have a great 2020, the remainder of it. 2021 is going to be epic. Baby, will you say bye-bye to him? Say bye. He said bye. (laughs) All right, guys. I love y'all so much. I'll be active on the Instagram page. You can talk to me there. I promise I'll record as soon as I can. Have a blessed Christmas and New Year. I'll talk to y'all soon. God bless.